Ladies and gentlemen, I know you miss me. This, This is the Ned and Josh podcast. Ned and Josh podcast. Ned and Josh podcast. Canberra Region Workers Compensation Specialists. Malaganis Edwards Johnson. Josh. Shania. Shania Twain. Twain. Love her. She's Makes a banger. Makes it's a banger like no one else. Just thinking of One Direction then, um, Harry Styles brought Shania Twain up on stage at Coachella and thanked her for, yeah. like, giving little boys memories with their mums, like, singing along to Shania Twain in the car. That's so and nice. It was like I, I teared up. Yeah. Because I was like, yeah, that's my memories of Shania Twain, yeah, singing along with mum when I was, like, a little boy. That's very, very cute. So I will not hear a bad word about Shania. Well, strap in because you're about to. <laughs> uh, um, the song, uh, that don't impress me much. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. It's very famous It's very, very iconic. It's a song essentially chronicling what doesn't impress Shania Twain. Yeah. You have things like Rocket Scientists. You have things like, uh, I can't remember any of the other ones. Um, yeah. I, drive a fancy car. Drive a fancy says? car. Yeah, yeah exactly right. I think it's more a song for me about male peacocking. Yeah, like guys, I agree. Guys who are douchebags. Yeah. And she's going, you know what? Just yeah. be a good person. That's, and I that's agree. what I want. With the fancy car one, I agree. It's like, yeah, it doesn't matter what car you drive. It's yeah. like... But if you are a rocket scientist, um, See, that is, it, that's not showboating. That means you went to university for probably 20 years. That is impressive. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, that is impressive. The largest overstepping of Shania, I'll say, <laughs> is that in the song she mentions that, so you're Brad Pitt. That, that don't impress a meme. She's not impressed by Brad Pitt. Now, Brad Pitt's been potentially the sexiest man alive since we've been aware of who he is. Yes, so yeah. mm -hmm. it's been a very long journey for Brad Pitt. Um, again, don't need a showboat. But he is he's sexy. He yep. is, like, I don't think anyone on earth would look at a preacher of Brad Pitt and go, anything other than, my goodness. What a handsome man. Yeah. The lowest he'd get would be handsome. Exactly. Like, so, oh, he's, yeah, he's a handsome, handsome, handsome guy. guy. Yeah, he's exactly. a handsome guy. Um, so this song's been going around for obviously ages. Everyone's been singing Brad Pitt, rada, rada, rada. A couple of, I think it was last year, uh, Shania Twain's Canadian. She was at a concert in Canada. Ryan Reynolds, who's also Canadian, was there. She changed the lyrics to Ryan Reynolds. It so you're Ryan audience, Reynolds. Yeah. And then Ryan Reynolds was like, oh, my God, this is such a gift. I can't believe it. I'm so honoured. It's incredible. Shania's done an interview on the radio where she has been asked, hey, why are you still singing about Brad Pitt? And she's gone, I don't want to do it anymore. I'm going to change it. Oh, wow. I don't want it to be Brad Pitt anymore. I've figured out a new male celebrity that I think it would be. And she's like, I think it fits. She, like, sung it on air, and it was like, it kind of is the same, like, so you're Brad Pitt. Timothy Chalamet. Ooh, good. But he's a child, so it would be sort of like, he's like no, 20. He's, so he's 21. <laughs> yeah, but still, it would be weird if, you, if a grown woman was like, you don't impress me, person who's half my age. It's Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum. So you're the Channing Tatum. Yeah, so you're Channing Tatum. Magic Mike. That doesn't don't fit. Impress. You don't think so? So you're Channing Tatum. That don't impress nah, me. No, that's good. That fits. Yeah, it does So you're fit. Brad Pitt. That yeah, Brad Pitt's so much better as nah. just the way it all fits together. I'm sick of this. I'm over it. I love Shania, but seriously, pick someone who's not impressive. Okay. So you're Ned yeah. Brewer. That don't yeah. impress me much. So, and yeah. that's correct. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. That's easy. Yeah. Also, Brad Pitt's still sexy. There's no reason to change it. There's no, no reason to update it. No, Brad Pitt got asked about the Ryan Reynolds thing, and he was like, I'm good that someone else is, ta uh, yeah, okay. is carrying this load. <laughs> Producer Mike joins us. He's back in the studio right now. How are you, Mike? Good boys. How are we? No, Very well, crappy, thank you. Crappy, to be perfectly honest. Oh, having, wow. Having a gale, this is the first I'm hearing about this. Oh, we're yeah. having a gale force scenario down here at the moment. <laughs> the, literally, the, the, the rap on the summer shakedown van yeah, is starting off. to rip off the roof. On the roof, oh, That's yeah, how yeah. windy it is down here at Canberra <laughs> at the We've moment. just been made. It's like sort of when you like uh, clean your hands with uh, antibacterial like spray or whatever, and you realise how many cuts you've got on your hand. We've just realised how much of our stuff essentially looks like a parachute. 
yep. slash a wind sail. So <laughs> we got Ned and Josh banners. We, we almost aren't here anymore. We've essentially packed everything up. <laughs> we have had to pack our village. Otherwise, we'll be out on Drakeford Drive. Uh, we still have the QR codes ready to scan. Yes. But yeah, that was a very long answer to how are you boys. But mm. um, Michael, you're safe and sound back in the studio sure in the bunker. Am. Um, I've just got a quick question for you guys. Uh, what's your favourite road trip snack? Uh, of all time, like the goat? Yeah, what is the thing you go to? Because I'm staring and have been all morning at the Canbar Ampole down here looking at yeah. the foodery and thinking to myself, what is the best road trip snack? A lot of people would have done road trips over the weekend to Harry Styles, well, Backstreet Boys. You've been thinking about it a lot longer than I have, so what do you think? Pods. Okay, that's mm. actually not a bad... Mars I, was, I was ready to tear into you, but that... As someone who doesn't even like chocolate, that's a good call. That's like a middle ground. Bit of chocolate, bit of biscuit yeah. in the same combination. I actually think... the Mars one. I think Mars Bar Pods, and I do want to be specific, Mars Bar yeah. Pods might be the best road trip snack. Michael? I respect that choice. Um, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I'm a savoury person myself, so yeah. I lean towards the... Uh, Shut up, Ned. Uh, the, the the crisp side. So I'll okay. go with probably like like even just a basic cheese twisty is pretty good. But honestly, you can't do too badly with any of the potato chips. You're speaking my language. Yeah. Cheese twisty is not bad. I like that, Michael. I have a feeling that I... This is the thing. You and Michael are like sweet aficionados. I'm... I don't sweet like boys. Ah, uh, you are sweet boys, and I am. I am more of a salty boy than I think Michael is. I very much like your, uh, your more of your cracker type deal. So I feel like I'm going to be not have a great opinion on this. Haribo gummy bears are rad for a, a uh, road trip. Mm. Right. Haribo gummy bears. Yep. What a very specific concept just there. Well, no, I mean, yeah, it's, more I mean than like, it's more like the brand and stuff, but, like, just having a gummy bear I think is great because it gives you something to chew on. You can kind of get a little distracted, like mm. right now, because half of our table just blew away. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I just chase after Josh a just, bunch of paperwork. Josh just I, think I, did, God, I think I did that pretty silently, <laughs> no, you quite did. frankly. Yeah. I, I, on the other chased the paperwork halfway across the car park here you at Camp Up well. Shopping Centre. The only way to bring it up is because how impressive it was. Yeah. <laughs> If you were so silent. I think, yeah, gummy bear is a good deal. I think mm. you're an idiot. Yeah, and this I is what wanna, I thought was going to happen. And I want to know right now, 131060, what have we missed, Canberra? Get yeah. on the phone, obliterate us. Is there something we are clearly missing? What is the, the goat of road trip snacks? What is the absolute undeniable you needed in the car with you when you take off road trip snack? Let us know right now. 131060 is the number to call. See if we can throw in some free stuff for you, whatever. Get on the phone. Let us know as we are seeing mountains of cars go past here on Drakeford Drive. We're right next to a petrol station. What is the GOAT road trip snack? We are live right now at Canbar Village Shopping Centre and we are across the road from the Ampole here in Canbar and it made me think, what is the most elite road trip snack? Now obviously, we, uh, we've we been talking about it a little bit. We went to Harry Styles over the weekend. A lot of Canberrans did. Yes. Um, two 70,000 sold out shows. That's we'll wild. have a lot of people from Canberra making that road trip. So this is going to be top of mind. People have just done road trips. What is the goat road trip snack? You have said Mars Bar Pods. Michael said Cheese Twisties. I said Haribo Gummy Bears. I've been roasted because apparently that's not it. Amber's on the line right now. How are you, Amber? Good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, good, thank you. Now, Amber, what do you think the absolute greatest of all time road trip snack is? 100% hands down Allen Retro Party Mix. Oh, the party mix. Ooh, yeah. you do get a little bit of everything in the party mix. It's like a little bit of... You don't have to commit solidly to one full snack. Yeah, I'll give is that. Is that cheating, though? Is that saying, like, your favourite uh, flavour of ice cream is Neapolitan? Do you see what I mean? 
Yeah, I get it. I just think that that way everybody in the car is taken care of, though. You it know, is, it's it's a little pleaser. bit cheating, but yeah. it is a people pleaser. It's the people pleaser. I think if you're on, in the car on your own, yeah. uh, get a backbone and decide which lolly you want more yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. Like, but if, you, if you're in a car with a lot of people, the party mix is a great idea. That's yeah, a great exactly idea. Right. All right. Joe's on the line right now. Joe from Caldwell, how are you? Good, thank you, guys. Yeah, Joe, good. Great to hear it. Um, like we're down to business. This is serious chat, Joe. Joe, what do you think is the elite uh, road trip snack? Look, I'm not going to lie. I like everything when, you know, like a 10-year-old with 100 bucks. If I'm going to buy everything, I'm going to buy it. But I Brilliant. always have one lolly in my car 24-7, and that's the cool mint. Oh, the cool mints. And that does a job as well. That's not oh. just a snack. That it, uh, that takes care of, like, if anyone has bad breath and oh, you don't want to, like, bring I it up. Believe, I yeah. can't believe I didn't originally say yeah. cool mints. That's correct. Can, cool mints are... Yeah, they're the road trip snack, Joe. They actually are. I can't believe I, I, I completely forgot to factor cool mints into this situation. Joe, how often are you using cool mints to potentially help someone who maybe is unaware of what their breath smells like? You know, my dad kept cool mints in his car when I was little. I'm in my 40s. I keep cool mints in my car. It makes everyone happy and it kills the breath. And yeah, I, just, it's great. I think they're the best thing and my kids love them too. I will say, uh, having done many a road trip though, Joe, after a, after a hot minute, they do have a laxative effect. So just be very, very careful with the cool mints. There is too many. Just be, there is such a thing as too many of them. <laughs> there was a couple who got married in Vegas. Uh, I'm sure there's a couple that get mar- gets married in Vegas every single day. But uh, what makes this couple unique and special is that they decided to leave their own wedding early. Yep. Was getting to reception. Look, I've been to a few weddings, not that many, but um, the general sense at receptions is like, this is fun, this is fun, this is great, the speech is hilarious, everyone's having a dance. And then there's probably about an hour and a half where you're like, everyone could probably just go home. I would I would say that from the second the speeches are finished at a reception, yeah. I am counting down the minutes. And really? So I'm, le- I'm legally allowed to be out of there. See, I like getting out and having a boogie, and I like having a few more drinks, and I like chatting to people, and just say like, hey, that was a great speech, but... Like the five hours after speeches, where, where everyone essentially is just dropping off, and it's like, how long can you hold out for? We'll say it's unusual for the couple getting married to leave their yeah, own wedding. Yeah, that, yeah. Is, that is probably what makes this story extra unique. Usually, people who pay for the weddings are very much aware of how much they cost and sort of want to hang out for as long as possible. But these people left because they had tickets to go and see Adele, oh, yeah. who has a residency in Vegas. So they left, went go and see, uh, went to see her at Caesar's Palace. Mm-hmm. Um, she was doing her songs, obviously. That's kind of what she does. She wasn't doing magic or something. Um, and walked down into the crowd, walked past them, and she was like, she's like, did you get married? Yeah, that's actually a spot on Adele, by the way. Yeah, and then she... Oh, was, you get married? And she got, and she went, you get married today? And they went, yeah. And then without even, because I've seen the video, without a second of hesitation, there is a Sharpie in Adele's hand from the Fantastic. from the groom. Yeah. Honestly, groom has gone above and beyond, and she just signs the wedding dress, yep. essentially making it priceless. That is <laughs> tremendous. Yeah. And it's also, to every guest that was a little miffed that you left your own wedding, yeah. uh, it's a perfect... This is actually why we left. Exactly. Yeah, it looks yeah. like you knew this was going to happen. Exactly. If you just went to the Adele concert and then people found that out, maybe they'd be a little bit disappointed. Mm, yeah, but knowing upset. that she signed your wedding dress, it's pretty fantastic. Mm-hmm. I'd be kind of a little bit annoyed if I was Adele, though, because the guy, obviously, he was filming his um, bride, his brand new bride, yeah. and they were like, he was like, oh my goodness, this is so exciting. Oh my goodness, Adele signed my uh, brand new wife's dress. This is great. Um, but Adele was, like, very close up in their face. Obviously, she was, like, mm. signing something for them. Um, and he's uploaded a photo onto his Instagram of, like, oh, my goodness, can you believe this moment? 
Do you think Adele would be stoked with that photo? Oh, God, that's not a great that photo. That is maybe. And Adele, Adele is, is beautiful. She's Adele, yeah. strikingly beautiful. But she's mid-movement. But she's, but she's like she's moving. She's mid-laugh and yeah. putting her head forward. She's, it's like she's done a laugh like this. <laughs> and she's moving and while she's the photo. Moving. Just, God, that is not a good she's picture. She's standing there for long enough to sign your wife's dress. Snap 15 different photos. If, what do you do? What? I don't have tolerance for people in yeah. 2023 yeah. that take one photo. And they're like, that's it. That's yeah. done. You're good. Tap the button yeah. 15 times and hope for the best. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Josh, I have a bad habit. And it's not Ed Sheeran's bad habit. Actually, what was that bad habit? I think it was no, the they person, just stick wasn't to it? you. The bad habits stick to you. Oh, so he that's has right. many, and they yeah. stick to his loved one. Oh, right. Well, then maybe I'm like Ed Sheeran because it has stuck to my loved ones. Um, I am quite a big fan of Uber Eats. Yeah. I love it. You're obviously an Uber One Pass member. No, I'm not. And I should what? be. I was for a while, but then I started you'd realizing own, you'd own part of Uber by now if you're part of that rewards program. <laughs> no, the amount of Uber eats you yeah. have. Oh, I do the rewards one, but the ones where you can get like maybe it's just for Uber, but you can do like a subscription service where they take like a percentage of your cost. Yeah, that's what off. I'm talking about. That's oh, Uber then one. I don't do that. Yeah. Why? <laughs> I think it's because once I get it, I start thinking like, oh, I'm taking this too far, and then I stop using it, and then I'm paying for something okay. I don't use. All right, yeah. But what happened last night was that I for. I mean, the first time this week, so it was not. That's not bad. That was Monday night, exactly. So I ordered Indian food and I had it delivered. Uh, just the thought of like someone bringing me something that I have to go and get. It's the love. It's like it's it's essentially I'm forcing my love language on someone else. Yeah, it's like the service uh, acts of service. Acts of service. I'm making someone do that for me. Yeah, you're buying yourself <laughs> it's a very low tier. It's very sad. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah it's interesting. Yeah. But uh, guy came around, gave me my Indian food last night. As I saw him. Like, I was coming down my stairs and I saw him and I was like, I know this guy. Like, I know. You've I, met him before. I've seen this yeah. dude before. Uh, opened the door and he, <laughs> and he went, hey, Ned, how are you doing? Oh, and cool. I was like, yeah. He knows. I know that it comes up with your name on it Uber does. Eats, Yeah, yeah. But the way he said it, he was. He like, knows he, you. He, he, yeah. I recognized him and he recognized me. He was like, Ned, how are you doing? And I was like, good up until about five seconds ago. And don't get me wrong, good in about 30 seconds when I'm eating this Indian food. But for right now. Feeling a bit disgraced in myself. Bit yeah. of a wake-up call for me that I probably should just start cooking for myself a little bit more. So here's the thing. I'm conflicted about this because I do want to pay you out. But the other the other side of the coin is this is what this is there for. Yeah. I mean, who cares? It's a service. You're gonna you're gonna you're frequenting local businesses, which yep. is great. You're yep. helping your mate who now knows you by name yep. keep keep a little bit of a roof over his head at yeah. least partially. That's I mean, that's fantastic. That's great. I don't understand what the problem here is. You're supporting the economy. Yeah. This is it's not a it's not a drama. You're feeling shame in my opinion mm. about something you shouldn't feel shame about. Okay, yeah, good. I... <laughs> I don't I've ruined the comedy of this entire no, 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 hoping no. that I would rip into you. No, that's fine. I think, no, I think it's, if you're if you're Uber Eatsing... Yeah. Wow, guy just sped off from the intersection. You can tell that guy is uh, not driving safe. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> yeah. Remembering a road safety campaign from about 10 years ago? Yes. yes I knew where you were about to go with that. Very no, good. look, I've got, I'm glad that you think that this is a nice thing that I'm doing because it's bleeding me dry. I have no money. I think that's the only thing I could be negative yeah, about. Yeah. Financially, there are better options than spending all of this money getting food delivered. And I'll tell you what that is. Signing up for the damn Uber nah, Rewards no, program. No, 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 no. What's that's, your problem? I'm scared of commitment. You know this. The Camper Comedy Festival is back March 16th. We've got tickets to Peter Hellier to give away right now through a method we call the TikTok game. That's exactly right. We have a jar of TikTok biscuits in the studio. Uh, I pull one out. I look at it. 
You get on the phone, 131060, you try and guess what time is on the TikTok biscuit. This morning, Ned is not in the studio. We're obviously down here at Canberra Village Shopping Centre right on Drakeford Drive. I'm but TikTokless. Producer Michael is. How are you, Michael? Good boys, how are we? Yeah, good, Very well, thank you, Michael. Now, Michael, uh, I believe you have the TikTok jar in front of you this morning. I certainly do. I feel so much power. I have never drawn a TikTok from this jar before. This is about as exciting as life gets, my friend. This Please. is very exciting. Please feel the adrenaline rush <laughs> of picking a TikTok biscuit. Canberra gets on the phone, 13, 10, 60, and decides to take destiny into their own hands and guess the time on the other side of this Arnott's TikTok biscuit. What kind of icing have you gone for, Michael? I think I've gone for a yellow icing. It doesn't get a lot of love, so God. I'm thinking it's a yellow. Yeah, okay. Too. I will say it's my least favourite of the three. I'm not saying it's bad. It's just my least favourite. That's fine. But Here I just go. feel like it never gets chosen. So. so, Michael, have you seen the time? I certainly have. Ned, have you thought of a time that it might be? Yes. I have to. Oh. Get on the phone, 131060, if you think you know the time on this TikTok biscuit, this yellow icing TikTok biscuit that producer Michael currently has in his hand. 131060 is the number to call. It could unlock tickets to Peter Hellier. Get on the phone. 131060. Is, is it you versus me versus whoever calls up right now? I would like to actually have a guess each as me well. Too. Yeah, me too. Right. It's a three. It's a, it's a standoff we've got going on here. Oh my you, God. me, 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 someone else. Amazing. Get on the phone. <laughs> 131060. Producer Michael's back in the studio with the very important business of the TikTok game. Michael, are you there? I sure am, guys. Fantastic. All right, here we go, Michael. Let's get into this. We can't be silly. Um, it is a very simple game this morning. Michael has drawn out a TikTok biscuit back there in the studio. It has obviously time on one side and uh, yellow, icing on the other. yellow icing on the other this yep. morning. Um, now, Michael, do we have somebody who is vying for these Peter Hellier tickets as part of the Canberra Comedy Festival as it returns March 16th um, on the phone right now? We do. It is Alex from Hackett. Alex, how are you going this morning? Good, thank you. How are you? Really, really good. And holding a lot of power, I must say. Yeah. <laughs> Mike is in the driver's seat this morning. Mm -hmm. Alex. He's gone straight to his head. How strong do you think your feeling is about the time on this TikTok biscuit this morning? I have a gut feeling, um, so I'm just going to run with it. Oh, fantastic. Love right, it. Actually, Ned and I get a guess as well this morning. But, Alex, to not steal your thunder, I think we let you go first. 100%. In case you are right, and then you get all of the glory for yourself. Right. Well, I'm going to go with 3.30. Can I go next? No, well, I think we maybe just find out whether or not Alex has won. And oh, you don't even want to guess if it's... No, no, no. Well, I, yeah, I guess it doesn't Let's really matter. Let's workshop on air. Very good. All right, you go. You guess. Go for it. 10 to 1. 10 to 1. All right. And I'm going to go with 11.10. <sighs> Do you remember all of those, Michael? I... Sh Sort of. Everyone uh, this is why I didn't want to do it all in one go. <laughs> no, no, no. no I remember. Do, which is very simple. Is everyone remember your own times? I, if Michael says your time, be excited about I re it. I remember Alex's was three thirty. Mine uh, was eleven yeah. ten. Eleven was, ten, ten to was one. Ten to one. You are not going to believe this. No way. It's one o'clock. Oh. Not 10 to 
Oh. to one, one o'clock. Oh, no. no. That's, that's a real gut check this morning. That, so that's what it feels like to lose the TikTok game. Yeah. It's not fun. And, and I'll say the showmanship, the fake showmanship you did then, Michael, that's Very not good. fun either. And yeah. we do that to people every week. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. not, that's not you, a lot of fun. You did deserve that after we did. all these years. I think we really yeah. did. Josh, did you do what we always tell people is a very much a possibility that they can do? No. In that there is a finite amount of oh, TikTok no. No, I, And I know the number. I've Googled the number, yeah. but I don't. We never give the number out on air. Yeah. There is a finite number of molds. So I it's a one in something chance. Someone has opened up a, a packet of TikToks in this photo, and they the, the, the time that had the most biscuits on it, that's the one I picked. Oh, very good. Alex, are you <laughs> and there? it didn't do anything for me, so... Yes, I am. You've won tickets to... Well done, Alex. Anyway, congratulations. Thank you. Oh, it's a dance we do with time. The destiny, the fabric of space itself. It's yeah. Every week, it's a devastating loss. One day, we're going to get a correct answer. One day, I believe I, in I it. I cannot wait. Josh, a bit of a problem in Tennessee. Lincoln County, Tennessee, specifically. Uh, there is... A bit of stuff going on with a whiskey factory that is owned by Jack Daniels. Okay. Um, essentially... Just because of hate making Jack Daniels. Huh? <laughs> well, okay. I was worried about even mentioning their brand right. names. But honestly, this is a news story that's happening. I'm glad that you've caught in even harder on them. But anyway, um, they're, they're, like, the way that they make the whiskey, uh, obviously it's got to be in a dark barrel in a pretty, like, not cold, not warm I was room. Gonna like say, room. Here we go. Everyone room. gather around. Uncle yeah. Ned's going to explain to us how whiskey is yeah. made just by guessing. I yeah. think that's what he's about to do. I'm not guessing. I've been to them. I've seen what it, what it takes. But essentially, the barrel houses, they are perfect environment for, like, mold and fungus and stuff. That's why yeah, they have okay. to be in barrels. To be very, very tightly monitored. In Lincoln County, because of, like, the heat that's going on at the moment and a bunch of other factors... There is a fungus that is, like, spread because of, like, the whiskey. That okay, is, yep. There's a fungus that's going out, and essentially the stuff that goes out from, like, in the air from making the whiskey yep. is exactly the stuff that this fungus feeds on. Yeah, so it is spread like wildfire through this town. It's, like, grown. It's, like, tentacle-esque fungus. Very, very not what you want. It's grown over, like, cars, houses and stuff. Like, it's overtaking this town. It's starting to sound a lot like The Last of Us. That's what they've described it as. Last of Us is happening for real uh, in this town of Lincoln County. We've got to stop using the last... Anytime there's a mushroom thing at all because of the TV show The Last of Us, which is like a zombie show, but instead of, like, being bitten, it's essentially like they're mushroom people. Yeah, it's they're fungus. Like, that's the problem. Exactly right. I've seen about four different news stories this month, I think, since The Last of Us, the TV show, came out and became super popular. Anytime there's anything involving mushrooms or heat, which is involved in the show and what happens, everyone is like, well, this is The Last of Us. Get ready. How you exciting. want the analogy to stop? I want the analogy to stop because that means the end of the world. Just because there's some fungus and stuff. Not the fungus to stop, to be honest. You want the analogy to yeah, stop? Yeah. I want people to make sure the mushrooms stop growing around whiskey. I think we have a better chance of getting people to stop talking about fungus than getting fungus to stop. Otherwise, The Last of Us would never have happened. Ecosystems probably will collapse, yeah. but I've had enough of it. I've had enough of all of it. <laughs> We are live at Canbar Village Shopping Centre. Your chance at $20,000 with the Summer Shakedown is up for grabs. Come and scan the QR code. Now, Ethan is actually representing me here yeah. uh, as my store manager for my store. We're doing very well at the moment. Ned, you've got Hannah. Hannah, who's your... also actually doing a job and scanning, scanning someone right now. scanning a QR yeah. code right now. Yeah. Well, I and have actually had to pull Ethan away from yes. QR code duties this morning, Ned, for a very important reason. Ethan, good morning. Good morning. Business is booming. Business is booming. <laughs> and that's where it's this is it. We've got the we've got the, we've got the tagline down, which I really appreciate. This is booming. Ethan, um, 
What did you do last night? So, last night, Jimmy Carr's in town for his terribly funny tour. Mm-hmm. And about halfway through the gig, he calls out, are there any teenage boys in the audience? And how old are you? 19. Makes the cut Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. So, I scream out, I'm 19 years old. And Jimmy goes, right, what's your name? I'm going to give you the talk. The, the birds and the bees talk. The birds and the bees talk. Okay, so that's a bit of a funny bit of stand-up. Yeah. Let me be clear. I'm going to interrupt you for just a quick second. Jimmy Carr is one of the most notorious one-line comedians yeah. in the world. Like, he does the Comedy Central roast. Yeah. He hosts shows where he just eviscerates people. If I do, if you do, can you do the laugh? Can anyone here do the laugh? Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, yeah. That guy. Yeah, he's a British guy who is just brutal. Now, Ethan. You do a bit of stand-up comedy. Yeah. How nervous were you to be going toe-to-toe with one of the most famous comedians in the world, but then adding on top of that, one of the world's most famous insult comics? Yeah. Uh, my leg was shaking like there was no tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> was he kind or did he go in on you? He, he came out aggressive, came out of the gates. Yeah, okay. Okay. And That's instantly... what you want for the talk as yeah, well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He said, I'm going to teach you more than you'll ever need to know about life. Yeah. And really yeah. hammered it in. Yeah, okay. <laughs> also, a good way to start the talk by a threat. <laughs> so... How long did you go back and forth with him? Because if a comedian finds someone in the audience they're enjoying the banter yeah. with, it can go for a little while. Yeah. It probably went in total like about 10 minutes. That's wow. crazy. So if you're at the Canberra Theatre yeah. last night, you're absolutely going to know what we were talking <laughs> yeah. about. Yeah. How did it, what did he say? Did he, did he, did yeah, he give us in? as much as we can say <laughs> yeah. on air? No, don't talk about the talk okay. necessarily. <laughs> did he talk to you specifically at any point? Or was yes, he just. He kept asking, Ethan, what are your thoughts on this? Ethan, what's your thoughts on this? <laughs> yeah. And God. just kept going. And I didn't have that many thoughts on it. <laughs> Ethan, here's a quick question for you. Ooh. I've uh, I've only ever tried stand-up once. Um, it's a terrifying experience. Uh, you can, can you now, in your mind, say that you've successfully not only played the Canberra Theatre, yeah. a sold-out yeah. Canberra Theatre, but technically have done a double act with Jimmy uh, Carr? Exactly. You'll find us next week at Smith's Alternative at yeah. the Open Mic. <laughs> does he know about that? <laughs> <laughs> he should be so lucky, quite frankly. <laughs> Ned, um, I've seen a story that's really made me question how far, how seriously I would take my own safety. Okay. Elon Musk, not the world's most popular guy. Um, but the world's most richest. So. But he is, yeah. So, I mean, at the end of the day, he can cry into his pile of money, and that's that's a nice thing for him. Um, he's obviously... Oh, there's a toot. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, he. This is an example why you shouldn't toot. Yeah, no, don't toot. Um, it's very early in the morning. <laughs> and because you were in the middle of the story, and you're like, ooh, a toot. Oh, a toot. Yeah, yeah, okay, good. go. Um, yeah, so he's obviously death threats. Yep. Threats to his safety, ransoms, potentially kidnappings, yeah, all of sorts course. of things in his world. Oh, he's very, uh, he would be a very high profile. He, he's target. got, um, He's got a couple of bodyguards that sort of go everywhere with him. And as of recently, when he bought Twitter, he's got a very, very large disgruntled work staff that are yeah. starting to leak personal things about him, just yeah. his general day-to-day movements. Apparently, the bodyguards don't uh, go into the, no, sorry, they do go into the toilet with him. What do you mean? Like they go into the they go into the men's. And just so when out. so when Elon goes to the toilet, two grown men bodyguards go in with him. Yeah. Just to keep an eye on things. I just mean, in case Austin Powers style, yeah. somebody tries to assassinate him in the bathroom. In the bathroom. Yeah. yeah. Or James Bond style. Like, actually, I can see Oriole. He knows, yeah, he does do that. <laughs> yeah. And Goldeneye, too, yeah. actually. There's a lot of murdering people in bathrooms. And maybe this is maybe, yeah, maybe Elon Musk has just seen Austin Powers and Goldeneye. And, and, yeah. And <laughs> Casino Royale. And so Holy he's very. Crap. No. Um, Would you have a bodyguard follow you into the loo? 
Look, I just, it's very hard to put myself in the shoes of Elon Musk. Like, I just don't know what his life is like at all. I couldn't even get into his mind. That's how rich he is. Yeah. But I feel like you would be pretty nervous. I'd just be, look, this is it. This is what you've got to outweigh. How nervous of a poor are you? Yeah, true. And how true, nervous true, true. are you that you're going to get assassinated in the bathroom? Because what outweighs the other one? It'd certainly lock me up. Yeah. I would certainly be locked up. I wouldn't be able to focus. And I think that's why I'd have to say no bodyguards in the toilet for me. Well, why can't they just do like a quick, like, uh, you know how they like a uh, case scenario where they just yeah. like go through, make sure, go through, open all the stores, yeah. no one's in there, no worries, and then just wait outside. They'll have to be in there with him. Once again, in this scenario, James Bond jumps down from the roof. So, you know, that's, that's actually, yeah, yeah unless they, they got into the roof. Yeah, yeah. They that's... go, Mr. Musk, it's all clear. And he goes, have you checked the goddamn route? I like that you've clarified that it's hard for yourself to put yourself into Elon Musk's shoes. I, don't I, think... I mean, not massively hard, for but conf- hard enough. For confirmation of that for both of us, that yeah. ironically, you'd only need to ask the Commonwealth Bank. They'd yeah. be like, yeah, it is very hard for these boys to understand what being the richest man on earth would be like. I'd need a country to essentially give me in its entire funds for yeah. me to oh, know no, what it like. It's not happening. It's not happening. <laughs> Josh, there was a guy. Who had a PayPal account, as many of us do. Um, Now, the way that it works, obviously, transfer money back and forth. It's nice and easy. You get a bit of security in there as well, which is good. Made Elon Musk rich. It did make him very rich. Um, Now, there's a guy who just run-of-the-mill PayPal account. No worries. Checked it one morning just to make sure that everything was uh, in the right way. Yep. Um, It accidentally been transferred um, $92 quadrillion. So I don't even get that. So, so I, tri- is it more than a trillion? A trillion's go. three, is it? It's a trillion three. I've written quarters. it down so I can show you how much it is. The number. I don't. I can't even say the number because I don't know what comes after quadrillion. So I'm just going to say how many numbers are in it. Nine two, so ninety two quadrillion. Yep. Nine two two three three seven zero uh, two zero three six eight five four seven eight zero zero dollars. Yeah, that sounds like you're trying to call Paraguay yes, from yes. That's Tanzania. <laughs> that is very, very... That, there you go. Have a look at it. That wow, is, that is such a big number. So There this, are five commas in that yes. number. That's hilarious. So this guy got accidentally transferred that, making him the richest human being to ever have lived on planet Earth. Yep. Um, PayPal went, whoopsie, mistake. That's on ours. And he was like, he had it for a day. So he got to be the rich, richest man on earth for an entire day. So it's a round, a banking error. So ban- honestly, fire whoever did that banking error. If you're accidentally putting commas in to the point where you're transferring, uh, if transferring more than probably like four times your company's worth, probably you need to fire that person. Let's get down to the nitty gritty of this, right? <laughs> yeah. You're an idiot, first and foremost, sure. for thinking that PayPal's worth that divided by four. Yeah, that, would be, that would be the most valuable company that's ever existed Correct. in the history of the world. Yeah. But here's the other thing that I want to talk about, right? Yeah. That obviously can't have real money behind it. That's a computing error. Yes. Like, there's no way that if you tried to use those funds... Withdraw it. You yeah. couldn't. Like, there's no there's no way PayPal has that kind of money on hand. Like, I'm not fully 100% certain, but I think that actually the number I read out before could be more money that's on Earth. Yeah, I think it like, might be. Yeah, that, I think it's that, more that, money that than exists. That would make sense exists. to me. Like, that's yeah. more than the GDP of the United States of America. Yeah, so, yeah, like, so. yeah, yeah. 100%. <laughs> that's the next call he makes. He goes, hello, United States? I have a call you might want to answer. Imagine that. You're Pay- sick of paying debt? I think that, um, yeah, you pay down national debts for about 18 different countries. Yeah. Uh, quickly, just real quickly, yep. imagine that staff meeting at PayPal that morning. Yeah. So, guys, not guys, only are we in debt, but everyone yeah. ever involved in this company now needs to be on the run from the law. <laughs> I, don't know how we, I don't know how we got quadrillion dollars to give to someone by accident, but we all need a flee. We're all now on Interpol's most wanted list just for having this happen. <laughs>
We had a little bit of a trip over the weekend to Sydney and it involved, like many Canberrans, Harry Styles. But it also involved, like many Canberrans, uh, driving in a car for a prolonged period of time. Yes, exactly right. We didn't charter a jet. Now, you, me, producer Michael uh, and Sam all went up to Sydney uh, and with my girlfriend Carrie as well. Now, we had to take two cars because that was too many people to comfortably fit in one car with all the luggage. Yep. So, Carrie, myself... And producer Michael went in Carrie's car. Yep. And you and Sam went in Sam's car. Me and my girlfriend Sam went in my car. Um, so, yeah, we were... You went in your car? No, no, sorry, her car. I, was I say drove my her car. car. Your yeah. car can't go to Sydney. <laughs> when I make a... When I turn, that's a turn that's more than 20 degrees. Uh, my car goes... <laughs> it's a very, very yeah. sick automobile. So, no, um, I drove a part of the way to Sydney in Sam's car, yeah. Yep, cool. So, on the way back, because we left at different times from Canberra, we didn't get to do this. But on the way back, I specifically, knowing we would do this convoy arrangement, yeah. purchased something. From Aldi. Yep. It was a special buy a few weekends ago. Yep. Uni Den walkie talkies. Mm -hmm. Like proper 10 kilometer range walkie talkies. Tim, our tech is just giving me the solid thumbs up. Mm -hmm. Solid purchase. Yes, Tim. Yes, Ned. He yes, loved it. Josh. This is what I thought as well until I got into Carrie's car after giving you your walkie talkie and Carrie went. You've got to be effing kidding me. I don't get she this. Went, she went, there's no way you and Ned are actually going to talk to each other over walkie-talkies. I was so excited. I, I think I even, uh, uh, like, I suggested the idea of walkie-talkies. You did. And I, and I was like, the best part about this is I've got a text message exchange where Ned's like, we should get walkie-talkies. And I'm like, I already have them. Perfect. This, this is, is the, it. That's a perfect you and I friendship. Are in yeah. You're in, yeah. This has got nothing to do with the story you're telling about, so I'll make it very brief. But you called me up your last night at, like, 8.30 at night just to tell, essentially tell me I suck as a joke. Yeah. And my girlfriend Sam goes, you guys are weird but cute. Oh, that's nice. So that's his, his, essentially me going to Josh, we need walkie-talkies, and you going, I have walkie-talkies. Of course we do. That's and I already us have being them. weird and cute. So what was the vibe in your car? Because sledge, yeah. sledging from producer Michael, but yeah. also Carrie, about how immature this was, there were comments like, oh, if only you had a device that could make some kind of communication with Ned, yeah. that you didn't need to buy an extra walkie-talkie. Yeah. Say, maybe some kind of telephonic device. No, a phone. it's not the same. It's, it's not, not the same. It's it's not the same. Because I don't say over on a phone. Yeah, you That's, don't say copy. Yeah, copy, copy, exactly. Roger, roger. What was the vibe in your car? The vibe was I tried to do it a few times and I was going, no, 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 this is rubber ducky. Yeah. I was doing, of course, the thing that you do the second you get a walkie-talkie. Yeah. Um, and Sam went, well, she was like, huh. funny, but like... That, that's it, isn't it? Yeah, like, you're right. not going to do this the whole time. God, what is with the negativity around walkie-talkies? I don't get it. Why did When did walkie-talkies become anything other than the coolest thing in the world. Hey! Yeah, we're getting toots down here in Drake for Drive, but no, like I agree. I a, if we had a walkie-talkie with a guy that just yeah. tooted, then we could thank him. When we I was say, a thank kid, you for telling us. A walkie-talkie was the coolest thing you could own. So hands down, 100%. 100%. You had communication with someone you couldn't see. It was bonkers. So I don't know when everyone became such, I don't know, sour pusses or whatever, but I'm over it. Speaking of sour pusses, producer Michael's back in the studio <laughs> pushing the buttons. Careful. He was one of the people who he had the negativity going. Michael, yeah. what was your general problem with it, mate? <laughs> Yeah, first of all, watch your language, guys. Um, uh, the other thing was, I again, I was kind of with Carrie. I was like, phones. We have phones now. We have mobile phones. You know what? We have you know what? voice we, memos. We, we do have phones, yeah. but you, Carrie, and Sam, you know what you've all not got? Joy. Yeah. Joy in your life. <laughs> Sounds like jealousy to me, Josh. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. That was the Ned and Josh podcast. Podcast. Canberra Region Workers Compensation Specialists. Malaganis Edwards-Johnson. Can 
Canberra's Hit 104.7.